0: Welcome to episode 75 of The Kraken Pod, drumroll, brought to you by Waggle Golf. We'll explain. This is a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. And are we having fun? Yes. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. The big news right now. Yes, of course, we are up two to one in our second round series against the Stars. We'll get to that. But Connor Bedard to Chicago, they win the draft lottery. In uh, the Kraken reaction, Father Canner, is he back? Is CPA too dark for opposing goalies? And in no dumb questions, when do players start growing their playoff beards? Plus, our three stars of the week. So, let's get to it. Welcome to episode 75 of the Kraken Pod, brought to you by Waggle Golf. Let's go. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? My name is Jeff Januzic, and this is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are you? I'm doing excellent, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, man. All right. There's a lot happening. Life is great. Uh, being a Seattle Kraken fan is great. Yeah. Like uh, Drake says, life is
1: amazing. It is what it should be. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I was going to quote Drake I know first. You're, I know you're a big, yeah, you're a big rap guy. God, Drizzy, right? You didn't have drizzy? your backwards hat on, and I do, no. so I'm feeling
0: myself. Actually not wearing a hat today. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I want to say this is uh, we've been kind of working hard behind the scenes, and we've got a good relationship going on with these guys, but uh, I'd like to thank Waggle Golf. We, have, we officially have like a whole show sponsor, Yes, uh, which is super cool. We're right in the middle of a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, via Twitter uh, at the Kraken Pod on Twitter, we're giving away a hat and a shirt. Mm-hmm. The best—I'm literally wearing it right now. It's the best. It's my favorite hat. It is the best. The, their stuff is so good. Uh, please, you know, make sure you're you're signing up for that contest. Make sure that you are uh, supporting Waggle Golf. And and there actually, we have some other ways you can do it. So golf, right? It's golf season. Summer is here. Golf is about having fun, and a day in the links should be whatever you want it to be. That's why Waggle Golf's unique lines are designed for the curious newbie weekend warriors, warm weather snowbirds, and diehard rain or shiners alike. Wagle couldn't care less about your handicap. The number of years you've been carrying your clubs is irrelevant. Wagle exists to give you the confidence to express your true self out on the course and, uh, you know, have fun, Right. Though through apparel, sure, but more so a belief that every one of us has untapped individuality just waiting to come out. If you're ready to get your waggle on, visit GetYourWaggleOn.com. Waggle is W-A-G-G-L-E. So GetYourWaggleOn.com and use code K P. 10 like Kraken Pod, KP10 for 10% off your order. So go to getyourwaggleon.com. And thanks to these guys, Waggle
1: Golf, they're awesome. We love their stuff, and we love their support of the Kraken Pod. So, by the way, I'm not a golf guy. Like, I've only gone, like, I think three or four times in my entire life, and I know that you're not going to be surprised by this. I'm a gets-wasted-off-of-multiple-beers-and-drives-the-cart guy. I love their gear, man. Like, their stuff is just so freaking cool. And that's a lot of the feedback I've been seeing with the with the contest giveaways. Everyone's like, I don't even golf, but look at this stuff. Like, so whether you golf or you don't, like, their gear is just freaking awesome. So go and check them out. I'm not just saying that because, like, they back us and we back them. Like, I legitimately love their shit. When they sent us these hats, I was like, I'm never going to not wear this. I wear it all the time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually golfed in a golf tournament last week, and that's what it was. It was just, yeah. you know, we had we, we just got together and we all just, uh, you know, had, had beer. And yeah. played hack golf. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I sported my, my cool crack and hat from Wego Golf. Yeah. Looked good, felt good. That's what's all yeah, about. Yeah, and
1: guess what? You have the best hat outside. Everyone's like, "Damn, what a sweet hat!" You're like, "What? Maybe you should get your wagon on." I don't exactly. know.
0: Exactly. Uh, also, too, uh, I have a crew of my, my buddies and my friend group that are all now Kraken fans because they're gambling on the Kraken. So, oh
1: hell yeah, I'm sure they're loving you right now. Anyway, is this the same de- uh, degenerate like gambling group from in the season when you got really into it? And yeah, like, Jeff, what's going on? Yeah, and then you were on a heater and then you fell off. Okay, gotcha. gotcha yep, gotcha.
0: yep. They've been rolling. They're into the Kraken, which is fantastic. I love it. Everyone should be the bandwagon, baby. Plenty so room. We are, and we haven't gotten to the crack in reaction yet, but we're up two games to one on Dallas. So much going on. But I did want to mention at the top of the show is like, this is Tuesday morning. Uh, they play tonight mm-hmm. at Climate Pledge Arena. And last night, though, the big news was the NHL draft lottery. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Which was a mess, right? That's so like a shit show. The broadcast was a shit show. They don't do the live lottery balls. They just announce the teams, which, which makes mm-hmm. you go, hmm, conspiracy. And then mm-hmm. the bigger conspiracy is that Chicago won the draft lottery. The Blackhawks, have won the uh, Connor Bedard, who's a generational talent, like yes. Connor McDavid talent. Isn't right? Like seventeen years old. He's super young, but he's just like like light years he beyond even most. Shave
1: yet? I don't
0: know. Probably he sh- doesn't have like his first. He pubes. shaves goalies' faces with the pucks. He fires past them. There you go. I That's like it. There you go. So this kid is a, is phenomenal, and he's going go to go to Chicago. So now here's mm-hmm. the we, we talk about this, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. Is the conspiracy is that okay? The number one, the best odds were the. Columbus blue jackets yes or no anaheim ducks anaheim yeah. anaheim had the worst record then it was the columbus blue jackets then it was the blackhawks uh-huh. and the conspiracy is is okay those are two small markets yeah right okay mm-hmm. not big teams chicago third biggest market in the country mm-hmm. um and obviously two original six original six chicago blackhawks legendary team whether you like them or not that's the, that, that that's the case yeah. story history blah 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 also to all the insanity that went on with all the you know sexual abuse and yes. everything they've done you know now they've had to like completely clean house people Mm -hmm. got fired all this sort of stuff like they are looking for something to completely have a sea change within their organization they want to hit the refresh button right and here they are winning this lottery for basically hitting the reset button real quick nhl rigged and that's that's what a lot of people are saying. Now, here's here's the thing is I, I, I'm not a Chicago Blackhawks fan. Uh, obviously, Detroit Red Wings uh, podcast. Here yes, grew up a Red Wings fan yes. now a Kraken fan. Um, but I, I'm happy for Chicago Blackhawks fans. Okay. Okay. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Um. I. I do think. Minus that
1: the guy that assaulted me in the bar. Remember that? Oh. Uh, I hope he's dead. <sighs> yeah. That guy. He might be. Pretty sure he was a drifter. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's
0: stabbing people. Getting. He maybe got stabbed back. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, you didn't get stabbed. OG. OG. Uh.
1: Members of the Kraken Pod fam know what we're talking about. Exactly.
0: Sorry. Um. Inside story. But uh, anyway, maybe we can explain that. Note them questions at some point. <laughs> Why does Joey hate Chicago so much? Because that one guy who. Yelled at him in a bar. Yeah. Um, anyway, so here's the other thing, though, is I, here's my prediction. Is I think that at the draft, mm-hmm. okay, in July, mm-hmm. the Blackhawks organization will not only take Connor Bedard as the number one pick, right? Yeah. Easy money they will also unveil a new logo and they will get away from the native American head that they use now, which most sports franchises
1: in all of sports Mm -hmm. in the United States have gotten away from that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. Like Cleveland Indians, now the guardians, exactly. uh, Redskins commanders. Yep. By the way, uh, side note: I actually liked Washington football team. It that's, really, it really grew too. on me. It really Should've grew on that me. That way. I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. All right.
0: So this, that's my prediction. And um, I think the only thing is, like, I'm happy for the Blackhawks because I think it is time to change because they've changed the culture. Hopefully, of mm-hmm. the Blackhawks, right? Like, that's hopefully when horrible things happen with people or organizations, like, hopefully they can get better, right? Yes. So I hope that the Blackhawks truly have from inside out completely changed. The only thing I saw somebody bring up yesterday is that like that the the they did not get fined or penalized uh-huh. enough right they did not get enough like yeah. and i i don't remember they, if they, they got the, fined by getting the first overall pick yeah that's how the nhl was like bad I saw a tweet yesterday from one of the Kraken Pod family members and make yourself known who basically said hey look uh, the Arizona Coyotes mm-hmm. got dinged more for some of their practicing whatever like they had some like this technical shit that went down yeah with like how they did things wrong what was it maybe like strength tra- doping type thing okay they got penalized a draft pick whereas the Blackhawks yeah. have not gotten wow, they were like doping
1: that. and they were that bad yeah
0: wow yeah they impressive. were doing
1: coke on the blue line oh that's that's very impressive yeah, on camera now I'm Arizona That fan. was a long Didn't time ago. That. Okay. That was a long time ago. Anyway. I mean, so, they are playing in a college barn. Very college, very college of
0: them. I'm happy for the Blackhawks. I hope that they completely change things around and can be a better organization for it. But I think they're changing that logo. That's my prediction. So
1: I like it. I mean, they're going to, yeah, they're going to hit the refresh button. So we'll see what happens. I want to be surprised. Listen, we, um I don't know which one of us was, and maybe it maybe it's both of us. Who knows? Months ago, you and I said that Bedard was going to go to Chicago. We were like big market, Um, The NHL wants Chicago to be relevant, to be good. It's going to happen. And lo and behold, it happens. NHL rigged. It is what it is. We're all moving on from it. Also, I don't like how they don't pull the balls live. Like that is such like an essential element to, you know, like the draft lottery. I want to see the balls come out and do all that stuff. Now, you can't do that when you're rigging the system. And I totally understand why they don't do that. But that's an element I would like to see. It bothers me. Yep. No, I agree. That yeah. that was weird. And they've done it before in the past like that. Yeah, they have. Which is like when you keep switching things around, it makes you go, okay, rigged. Yeah, Because the NBA doesn't do that. And I was like, respect to the NHL because but they, they show the guy, well, they used to. Oh. But now, like, but the NHL w- was the was the league that did that. And now they don't do it anymore because they're just handing Connor Bedard, you know, generational talents over to the fucking Windy City.
0: So Silver called, like, uh, Batman was like, hey, look, uh, you got you to yeah. get rid of the balls. He's like, you're
1: doing this all wrong. If you
0: want to rig things, yeah. you got to get like, rid of Like,
1: first off, the first... First order of business, you screw over small market teams. Yeah. And then you reward, you know, large market teams, no matter how shitty they are, with generational talent. So the league is talking about it and all that. Cause either people are going to be, it's a love or hate thing with Chicago. So,
0: you know who doesn't have to worry about uh, rigging a draft because they're so good at it? The Seattle Kraken. Seattle Kraken. Let's get to your Kraken reaction. <laughs> Hey, hey, what do you say? <laughs> John Forsland.
1: John Forsland. We got to give him credit. credit. We got, we gave. Credit John Forsland. <sighs> credit John Forsland. <sighs> that was close. I, we, almost, <laughs> we almost
0: Leah hexed all this. Oh. Don't go there. Like, <laughs> now, now we're going to get dinged somehow or something like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing great, by the way, on these broadcasts. She I actually enjoy her a lot. She crushing she's she's it as a,
1: as a side person. Yeah. yeah she's doing yeah. great. She's yeah. doing great. Keep working on the craft. We're, we're working she's, for you. Yep, exactly. All right, so <laughs> the Seattle Kraken
0: currently sit up two games to one in their second round uh, Western Conference division semifinal. I don't know what the hell it's called uh, series against the Dallas Stars mm-hmm. after an epic drubbing seven to two. Yes. Uh, on Sunday night, it is Tuesday morning. They play again tonight. at yes, they Pledge do. Arena. There's a lot to talk about. So let's just jump right into it. Let's go. Let's talk about the game so far. Uh, <sighs> last podcast, it was before the, the series even started. I don't even remember. It anymore. was the
1: day that the series. Yeah, the podcast episode that we did came out that game one was was the night the series started yeah so kraken come out game one
0: joe pavelski game but the kraken don't care they don't give a shit they don't give a shit
1: yeah he had what was it like the best game ever for like the oldest player in the nhl so at the time so he has four goals in that game 38 years and 295 days old. The guy's basically 39 years old, which is a dinosaur. I'm not as old as that. I know you're older than that, but I don't see you scoring four Thanks goals a against the Kraken in the playoffs, Jeff. I scored four goals <laughs> against my kid yesterday in the driveway. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Crushed and he him. beat you five to four? Crushed him. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. But he was the oldest player ever with a four goal game in the NHL playoffs. And also, in a side note, and this is kind of sad for Joe Pavelski, but listen, I got to root against him now because he's playing for the Kraken. He has played in 170 postseason games, and he is only one of five players actively who have played that many games and not won a Stanley Cup. And it's just like we talked about death by a thousand cuts, uh, Kraken five goals, five different goal scores. Uh, Schwartzy, Schultz, Bjorkstrand, who's starting to find his groove. Eberly, who's starting to really find his groove. Oh, yeah. And then we had Yanni Gord with the sweet backy and overtime off a puck that he was trying to pass gets deflected back to him. And then he's like, fuck it. Sweet backy back of the net. Otter wasn't prepared for it. It goes over his shoulder, game over and overtime. And I'm not going to lie, dude. I was, I was stressed because at the end of the third period, the last couple of minutes, the Kraken were gassed. It was so obvious. No one was really skating around. I thought Dallas was actually going to score and not even take it into overtime. And it was just one of those things where I was like, Oh, damn. I don't know how I feel about this overtime. That goal legitimately shocked me. I had to watch the replay a couple of times. I was literally running around the house with my arms up and screaming (laughs) because I was like, holy shit, they did it. If they lost that game to go down 0-1, I was like, this is not going, going good because I thought they were the better team throughout that entire game. Pavelski tried to drag the Stars to that win on his own and the way that he looked like the the look on his face afterwards was like what the fuck else do I have to do (laughs) to help you guys out here
0: they couldn't get anything going I like Joe Pavelski and the the stars, they just, they're struggling with that. They can't, the guys, something's wrong with the, with the team, with the guys, but here's what's awesome. You know what's really wrong with the team is the Seattle Kraken. That's who they're playing. Yeah,
1: thank you. The waves. Of, Wait, no, we got, we got to give the Kraken no credit and give the stars all the credit. They're just not prepared. You know,
0: <laughs> it's shifting.
1: It's definitely shifting. Is, A little is
0: Now that we're up two games to one in the second round series is the, the national media attention is shifting to actually go, oh, wow. What The, the constant wave of pressure from the Kraken. Yeah um you know they they just when they smell weakness right and Mm -hmm. there's i feel like there's so many um ways to relate this to some sort of sea creature like a kraken yeah when they smell
1: blood in the water well the tnt broadcast was like do they smell blood do they see blood and they're like i think the kraken do both like they smell and they like and when they see that a team is weak they fucking pounce game one they had three goals in 68 seconds and we're just lighting the lamp, and everything was looking good. But then Otter started doing Otter stuff, and he saved 33 consecutive shots. They crawled back into the game. And by the way, the Pavelski goals. This is my first time I've ever seen anybody that is that good at deflecting pucks and like and like redirecting them in traffic. The goal that he had to tie the game in the third period, like Gru had no chance on that. But as I watched the replay and watched him do it in real time, I don't understand how he does shit like that. I'll say this is all right. So when I die and go to heaven, yeah.
0: Right. Cause I'm definitely going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, I will probably not see you there. Yeah. You'll, you'll make it.
1: Okay. Cool. Just by association with me. You're good. Uh, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I'm Jess plus one. I, <laughs> Plus one for heaven. I can vouch for him. He's cool. yeah. <laughs> Let him in. He's a good guy. God's like, I've been watching him. I don't know. It's right. Well,
0: God wouldn't, <laughs> God would not have invented all the booze and all the things if he didn't want you to enjoy it. That's true. And I also enjoy the booze. That's just true. Saying. so if that's yeah, anyway, yeah. long story short, okay. tw- like 25% of my time in heaven, like it, the rest will be like, you know, with any family members that are there, God forbid it's nobody, you know, I'm whenever, um, yeah. Deflecting pucks. 25. I, I just find so much joy. Mm-hmm. Like, standing. I loved standing in front of the net and yeah. telling, like, hey, just fire pucks from the point. Just pucks from the point. Yeah. It's so fun yeah. to do. And it's a skill that, like, when you connect with it and score a goal like that, which I think I scored probably, like, one of those in my entire life. Okay. Uh, it's like a hole in one. It's just amazing. It's yeah. just fun. But that, it's cool that there's always been... There's always somebody who's just fantastic with it. And I think, I don't know if it, I don't think it's a lost art because it's something that a lot of players do, but maybe it is, maybe it is, you know, there's so much emphasis on speed and skill uh, in the game when it comes to like puck movement. And, and that's great. It's great for the game. I agree. But this is something maybe for you listening to think about and let us know is like, is, is puck deflecting, playing hard in front of the net? Is that mm-hmm. a dying way of playing hockey? Like like yeah. that that old school sort of like, Keith Kachuk, the Kachuk brothers' dad, yes. right? He just he he would just be in front of the net, just doing damage. So I'm not surprised at all by that. There's just tons of guys who just get in front of the net, push people around, deflect pucks, just knock people down, that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's becoming something that uh, doesn't happen a lot. And he's Joe Pavelski is one of the best at that, dude. It's like an art form with him. I mean, it really I, is. I, I,
1: I've watched a lot of hockey in the past two years, and I've legitimately not seen a player. Um, to this level be able to deflect pucks and put them in the back of the net. It was insane. I mean, it doesn't matter, like, what angle or anything, like – every puck has a chance if he's if he's coming in hot or if he's right in front of the net it's nuts
0: I'll say this is I don't think hockey players are happier about goals than when they realize that they deflected it like yeah. like in that second after like they feel it touch their stick and they're in front of the net and mm-hmm. they redirect it yeah like they those players that redirect it are so pumped yeah you know there's players who in a breakaway and they kind of sometimes they get super pumped and they get ex- you know they like play it cool whatever the sort of stuff yeah I think players get super fired up to score those goals
1: I would be a breakaway guy and I would not play it cool. Yeah. I would be like Matty Freak Benier's, up. like off the face off that one game where he like skated around, was like, fuck yeah. Like, that would be me for every breakaway. Oh, yeah. 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 God damn it. It'd no be no like turbo, but more annoying. Oh, no. That's <laughs> what we, and I say that with love. You should. I, yeah. No. Hey, dude, if yeah.
0: you, you score a goal, we got we to gotta play golf, we got to play hockey. Okay. We'll do that. The next season, we're going to record us playing hockey together. Deal. All right. Cool. You're going to fucking wax
1: me. That's, that's the reason why you want to do it. Because no, you're not, getting older. You're like, I'm not oh, competing against uh, you. We're just
0: going to like shoot pucks. Well, I'm a competitive
1: guy. So I was like, oh, it's on. I'll get you some goalie <laughs> equipment. How about that? Oh, great. I can't wait for you to shoot, shoot fucking wristers in my face. Got, <laughs> I've
0: got like a 35-mile-an-hour wrister. Don't worry. It's like nothing. It's like getting hit with
1: pancakes. It's cool. Okay. Sounds like enough to break my nose. Okay, all right. Wait. So game two,
0: Kraken Stars in Dallas. Yes. And we look I'm never I just don't want to give credit to the other team but nope. we looked just off yeah Kraken just looked off tired they it, tired yes you know the grind Um, it was a t- it was a tough game yeah which went to you know getting to game three the extra day of rest was nice but I don't really know what to say about this game other than Joe Pavelski just keeps
1: scoring goals I mean grooves still had an outstanding game they lost 42 he had 33 saves Pavelski scored against his fifth goal in two games Cartier and Eberle both had goals so <laughs> Eberle scores again Um, the biggest takeaway for me was we only won 20 face-offs to the Stars 44. This has been an issue throughout the regular season. It was an issue in the Avs games. The Avs games that we did win, the Kraken somehow were able to turn that around. And Anyways, yeah, the Kraken were able to... Uh, I don't know. Like This wasn't again that they were able to figure those things out. The Stars are more rested and they took game two. It's exactly what they did in their series against Minnesota where they lost game one and they came back and they handled game two. So they're feeling pretty good. Kraken fans online were starting to freak out a little bit. Like, oh my God, look how tired. And so the boys are. It's like, dude, Pump the fucking brakes. Like, do you remember in the series against Colorado right before where we played in Denver for two games and we went back to Seattle with the series split one one and everyone was pumped? we should be just as pumped that we've like tilted the ice in our favor and we're going back to Climate Pledge Arena for game three with the series being 1-1. Like glass half full, I'm being Jeff Lasso right now, but going, you know, 1-1 off no rest versus a team that whacks their first round opponent, I'm I'm, I'm totally okay with it.
0: So I'm going to, so we did not mention Gru in that first game. Gru has been outstanding. He's like the second or third best goalie in the playoffs when it comes to stats. Yes. Uh, We're not a stats podcast or a vibes podcast, so we're just talking about vibes, but he's just fantastic fantastic and here's the 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 mvp like the 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 negative mvp of mm-hmm. game two was carson Susie. oh dude what was up with him he just was so off vibes just were so weird with shooting him. pucks over the uh, you know it, it, getting
1: penalties for shooting the pucks like delay of game dude he tried to pass the puck and he just launched it into he like the third into like the third level of the arena i'm like what the fuck is going on right now but what i what
0: is awesome though is that sort of like just worst game of the season. And he's had some rough games. He has. Yeah, he's he's, he's hot or cold for sure. Something happened. Somebody beat him or something and said, wake up. Mm-hmm. Or he just, you know, is a professional and said, I got to wake up. Yeah, I get paid to do this. I game probably, three. Yeah, yes. he played fan. He had some he had some of the best plays in the game. The Seuss was loose. The Seuss was he scores a goal. Yeah. Did you
1: see his hit on Marchman. Of course I saw the hit. Jesus. Not only was it a beautiful hit but it get but it was a hit on the guy that i hate the most because he looks like he looks like a <laughs> like a, a like a vampire backup and like a CW network series show. You Is know it, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's, he, yeah, it's the eyes. It's like the everything about him just looks like a sketchy and not like a good vampire that you root for. He's, he's like a like the, the second. He's like the, of the evil bad one who's like trying to bang your girlfriend. Like, that's what he looks like. And like, like some kids TV show. I'm like, who's this weird looking fuck? That's what he looks like. I don't like him. He's always starting shit with the crack Anyways. Yeah. Susie with an unbelievable hint on him, dude. Uh, there's so much talk about this game. The Kraken end up winning seven to two. So Otter Ottinger gets chased out of the game. So you have the best statistical goalie throughout the entire NHL playoffs who gives up five goals on 17 shots and gets chased out of the freaking game. Now, I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but TNT showed it. He's probably going to start game four tonight. Otter after a game where he gets chased, like stands on his head. I think his save percentage is like a 9-4 something or a 9-5. Like he still won the best goalies in the entire league. But for the Kraken to do that was unbelievable. And it was, again, seven goals from seven different goal scores. It's like you mentioned, Jeff, death by a thousand paper cuts. Now, here's the thing I want to ask you about really quick. I personally love this, and people online were debating it because we fucking debate everything because it's the internet and that's what it's there for. So Wedgwood comes out and starts um, in net in his place for the third period. He gives up two goals, including a shorty. Now, the crowd at one point was chanting, Wedgewood, Wedgewood, And I loved it because, one, it's the playoffs. Like, let's start... Let's start messing with the other team a little bit. It's all in good fun. If you've ever been to Nashville, they have a whole chant about like, you suck, you suck. It's all your fault. You suck, you suck, whatever. Um, they're not in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. But for Wedgwood, the reason why I really like this chant is because it showed that the hockey IQ level of Kraken fans is going to another level because they were doing it because he lost his stick and he couldn't get it back for like three or four plays. So while he was without his stick, the fan started chanting Wedgwood to like, try to mess with him a little bit. I thought that was like a next level, like, Oh shit, these fans are paying attention to the game. They know he's without his stick and he's kind of exposed right now. And the Kraken are attacking. This is fantastic.
0: Well, you got to channel. First of all, the, the, CPA and Seattle is a playoff hockey town. Mm -hmm. The response and like the energy in that building is phenomenal. Obviously during the regular season, the Kraken didn't do great at home. Yes. Right. And it's not because of the crowd, but because the lights are dark and they can't see. Yeah, totally can't (laughs) see. And I, I think that the the crowd has been a huge factor. So to what you're saying, absolutely love that. That's awesome. That the crowd is, is being that like
1: it was the 12th man. Right. Yeah. So, man. so it's like yeah.
0: the 33rd man, 33rd person. I like
1: that. Person? Yeah. Or, you know, or the crack and pod fam or the 32, whatever it's, it's just something about, or the crackheads, whatever you want to call us. Yeah, It doesn't fucking matter. I just thought it, I just thought like it showed the IQ level of the fans to notice that a goalie is in a vulnerable position and to start that chant when he's without stick really meant a lot. So yeah, seven goals with seven different goal scores, 12 players in the crack and had a point. Um, there was four goals in six minutes and 12 seconds. Eberly again, data energy, energy Mr. Nickelback himself that was his fourth goal of the postseason which you know I'm going to pat myself on the back here for a second because we talked to we talked to uh, the guys at Teladavs it is and I called Eberly out as my favorite guy going into the postseason he's been going off Grubauer against it on his head he had 24 saves um, out of the three games we played against Dallas Otter has given up five or more goals in two out of those three games and a big thing that we have to talk about is uh Miro Haskinen this was the moment This This, was the moment when everything turned and it was an unfortunate play. I'm obviously not rooting for anybody to get injured unless you look like a vampire. Then maybe like a small injury, nothing (laughs) to like ruin your career. Um, But Miro Haskinen um, off a deflection, I think off his own player, takes a puck to the face and it looked pretty nasty. They confirmed he was getting stitches and that he might come back in the game because hockey player things. Um, but like Cogliano came back and he had a fractured neck in the, in the series against the abs. But it's one of those things where he did not return their head coach confirmed that score was a big factor into it. AKA we're getting our ass beat. We're not going to put in our star defenseman to come in there and play against you when we're, like, we're getting smoked out there on yeah. the ice. But this is a moment that the game turned because Eberly is the one who benefited from this play He scores the goal on it and he goes down. But it also reminds me of last episode when I talked to the guys from Starcastic Remarks and I was like, give me the guy you think will have the biggest impact against the Kraken. And they said unequivocally, it's Haskinen. They're like, this guy never makes mistakes. He's going to frustrate you like he could. He changes the complete dynamic of that entire stars team. And you saw exactly what they were talking about, because as soon as he went down that play and the Kraken scored four goals, dude, everything completely changed. Like they were so overmatched. They they had no response for anything. The Kraken end up waxing the hell out of the Dallas stars.
0: So the things I'm thinking about, right, is first of all, too, another thing is uh, in the national broadcast, you know, Paul Biznasty, Bizonet, um, he, he brought up the fact that, the, and we've joked about it, you heard about it, you, maybe you haven't, the CPA, Client Pledge Arena is, is dark. Yeah. And I actually listened to him explain it because he says that uh, the seats are dark uh-huh. and uh, it's, it's darker at sort of like that first level of seating. It's like what the Lakers do for their basketball
1: court. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it
0: kind of like it messes with, you know. So that's what he's saying is it messes with a goaltender when he's tracking pucks. So like if the puck is a little higher Uh up, right, could get lost in the darkness in the darkness, right, the depths of the sea, the depths of the sea. Yeah, it's dark down there. Okay, I mean, I don't know. Gru is... and swimming around pretty well. Yeah, Gru's doing just fine. Our the German gentleman teams. apparently can see in the dark, he and can Otter see. cannot. So now he's got more practice there. So anyway, I don't know what
1: that necessarily means, but yeah, uh, I call bullshit. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. Yeah, I- here's the headline: the Kraken were the better team, and they beat the shit out of Dallas. It had nothing to do with the lights, you know, having the dim, having the dimmer turned down just a little bit in the arena. Um, Seattle is the fifth team in the past twenty five years to have at least sixteen different goal scorers in their first. 10 games of the postseason the kraken are doing exactly exactly what we've talked about the entire time where it's like we can kill you in a million different ways which way do you want and i know we're going to get into this in a second there's nothing else for me to talk about regarding this game but jaron mccann hit the ice morning of and he actually had ditched the red non-contact jersey so as of now we don't know if he's going to play in game four or not but dude he's He's starting to get there, like because at first he had the tinted visor, which to me says concussion, because he was he was uh, morning skate with the tinted visor. Agree. Had the red non contact jersey, then he shed it, and he's been skating around. But dude, I think we're getting real close to having, to having Father Caner, um, you know, rejoin this team. I'll be shocked if uh, if he doesn't play in game four. I'll be shocked to hear if he doesn't travel with the team to, to, to go back to Dallas.
0: We need we need. I th- I'm convinced that a story can win you a game. Yes. And. Oh, I see where you're going with this. So Joe Pavelski, he, yeah. you know, they didn't win. Yeah. But he scores four goals. Yeah.
1: Like, Hey, thanks for the hist- historic night. We'll take that win. First from game you. back after yeah. getting rocked in the first round. <laughs> He's
0: right. So like with, they wasted that story, but for us stories, I think really matter. And if Jared McCann, father canner skates tonight, mm-hmm. I mean, the Kraken win. I think I think tonight the Kraken go up 3-1. to one.
1: I have the same energy you do. I just have, for whatever reason, um, I just think the Kraken have it tonight. And I think that they realize that they are in a position to really step on the neck of the Dallas Stars. And they can take advantage of that. And like you said, vibes, dude. They're all trending in the right direction. If McCann comes, if Father Canner comes back tonight... Oh my God. Can you imagine like the reaction from the teammates and the crowd and everything, by the way? Uh, and this is uh, to our boy, Mike, who does Sasquatch NHL. He tweeted out this stat, which I thought was uh, incredible. Is it Rupe? Or Ru- how do you say his name? Rupe? Rupe. See, I see. I have his name, right. And then I get all I think legend of Zelda, like rupees. Oh Rupe. yeah. I used to collect the shit out of some rupees. So mm-hmm. Rupe hints. Um, He led the NHL coming into this series with 12 points. He had five goals and seven assists coming into the series versus the Kraken. And, and so far through, the, for, through blah, 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 he has one assist in three games. So there you go. There's another fun fact for you. I it's uh, that, that was a fantastic stat. I was like, yeah, that's another reason why the Kraken are, are handling business. They really are. And I think, you know, going into game two, I,
0: my vibe was that we'd lose that game. I just, the vibe was just, didn't feel right. And I thought if you're going to, if Dallas is going to win a game, they're going to win the second game at home, right?
1: They're going to respond. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was nervous about overtime in game one, but when they won that one, I was like, okay, this series is, I actually think I called the series going back one, one and us splitting and coming home. I don't know, man, if I keep calling these games like this, I'm going to be real mad. I'm not betting on myself because uh, making, making a lot of money.
0: Yeah. I may or may not be doing that. Yeah. (laughs) Not making money. (laughs) All right. So real quick, have you been watching any other series?
1: E, not so much. Okay, I'm, right. I'm, I'm. I'm watching Toronto because I'm loving watching what Florida's doing. Woo, Toronto currently sits in the hole,
0: it's 3-0. <laughs> Florida is up three games to nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm, Toronto is imploding. They are freaking out. Yes. They've got terrible problems. Goaltending, not scoring. Florida is frustrating the hell out of them. I love it. Um, They play tomorrow night, Mm -hmm. game four. Uh, That's in Florida. They have a chance to send them home the first sweep of the 2023 NHL playoffs. Dude, imagine breaking that curse just to get swept in round two. (laughs) But it's their story. It's just like, that's their thing. Like now it's going to be round two for 20 years. We can't get past round two. Oh, Oh God. We can't get past round two. What's going on? I fucking love it. But Florida, man, Florida just looks good. So Flor when Florida first came into the league, Mm -hmm. right? And uh I think that was their second year or third year, maybe it was their second year, they went on a Stanley Cup run. Yeah they went to the Stanley Cup finals. Some about the Kraken. Uh-huh, right. And also too, like they did so like you know was like oh yeah, Vegas, Golden names went to the cup. No, well the Florida really kind of did that first like second season, right? Yeah. And if you notice, too like they they throw rats on the ice.
1: I did notice that. What's what's the deal with that? The story Wait, we is, talked about this, I just forgot.
0: Yeah, the story is is back in that playoff run. Yeah. Um I forgot who it was. It wasn't John Van Beesbrook. It was um Rob Rob uh, Yes, it was Rob McElhenney. Rob, D- Rob yeah. Dreck. Yeah, yes. No, it was um, Rob. Was it Rob Niedermeyer or Rob? What well, Anyway. Rob Zombie. One of the players for the, they were in, I forget which locker room they were. It was some, you know, old ass rink. It was someone they were playing in like the first round or second round. The legend is that there was a rat in the room and he just went, came down and just whacked it with a stick, killed it. Oh, shit. And that story got out. And then the next game in Florida, the fans threw plastic, plastic rats on the ants. ice. Yeah. By the way, those are terrifying looking plastic rats. Oh, dude. My, as a, as the uh, as the uh, owner, which I do own him, uh, of a seven-year-old son, <laughs> yes. the realistic uh, uh, animal mm-hmm. uh, toys yes. are very realistic. Like where, the where, snakes, are you, where does he go? Like Spencer's Gifts in the mall? No, nah, dude. Amazon oh okay Amazon everything sounded real southern just now Amazon Amazon man Amazon get them plastic rats get them plastic plastic cobra man oh man freaking out the wife it's fun (laughs) <laughs> times. So Florida is up three games to a none on Toronto. Can't wait for that. Yes. Uh, game four tonight uh, before the Dallas Stars Seattle game is Carolina and New Jersey. Carolina looks so strong in those first two games. Then New Jersey came in in game three and, and rock Carolina the team that Ron built this uh, Carolina is going to win this. I think four games to one I think Ooh. they're going to win the Carolina is so good. Yeah. I think they just finally like, you know, they got to New Jersey. New Jersey's coming in hot They They score Carolina's gonna get back to their game tonight and they go up three games to one Carolina Carolina honestly looks scary good. I don't Ooh. care where I don't care I don't care where we're at, but in coming out of the East, especially with you know all the Toronto bullshit and all that sort of stuff, yeah, um, I think that I think
1: that I'm going to get a Carolina Florida Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, I think we could. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, major that's gonna market. Be, that's going to be awesome.
0: Major market. And it will be cool. Actually, yeah. I'm I'm all Carolina's great. Great hockey city. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually rooting for them to do it. I'm into um, it. I would love to see Florida do well because, you know, um, American player, Matthew Kachuk could be pretty cool. Beer, and the other series, last night, uh, Las Vegas put a stomping on the Edmonton Oilers.
1: They Despite a, losing their goalie.
0: Sorry. Yeah, they take a two, two, uh, two games to one series lead. Uh-huh. They beat them. I think it was five to one was the final. Edmonton just looked flat. And couldn't pull it off. It was uh, in Edmonton, which is actually, what are you doing? You got to win that game. So I don't know what to think. The only, the only team, which is great that I feel good about is the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. And I'm a homer obviously, but at the same time is like, this is wide open for us. Oh yeah. This absolutely. is wide open for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I want a Vegas golden Knights, Seattle Kraken Western Conference. I Final. want it so bad. So bad. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. I want it. What is that from? Is that, that's Farrell, right? Is that feral filled in my plumes? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> All right. So we're feeling great. Kraken fans, you should feel great too. And, uh, of course I am my, my buddies, uh, they are totally in on the Kraken because of gambling because Good. of, hey. because of DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, they totally are. And, uh, they're asking me for it. Although I told them to pick Edmonton last night. So there, mm. one guy just told me today's like, I said, tonight, Seattle, it's a lock. They're going to win. And he's like, I can't make any more bets on hockey right now because the last two nights have been brutal, and I feel real bad.
1: Okay, Not that bad. But feel real bad. Maybe if they listen to our podcast, they'd be winning because we've just been calling well, shit been left listening and right. We've been, been doing this for weeks. I've been telling
0: them what to do. So that's okay. kind of my bad. But I also said, hey, look, guys, I bet with my heart. So anyway. Um, <laughs> it is also NBA playoff time and with DraftKings Sportsbook. That means you need to get in there, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, all you got to do if a new customer you're a new customer, you can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if the team wins. Plus, everyone can score no sweat, same game parlay every eight days during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, 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 and opt in app and opt app and opt and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If that doesn't hit, you'll get a bet bet back up to 10 bucks. All right. So download the app now, sign in with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook uh, with code THPN, the hockey podcast network. Use THPN and see our show notes for details, tons of rules and regulations apply. So make sure you check out those show notes. And I will say this is they actually too, in the NHL betting, they have tons of incentives to get in. They give all these boosts. They're giving like pick the first goal scorer of a game boost, uh, uh 25% bet boost on the NHL. So the, yeah. the DraftKings sports is definitely doing a really good job at that, which is cool. I like it. Um, also uh, thanks to Raycon Raycon look, uh, it's summertime around the corner. It's kind of here. It's here in the South for sure. The humidity hit
1: this week. It's been summer since February.
0: Well, yeah, have you noticed though, that the humidity really came in after yeah, because we got that
1: rain and I was like, Oh God, I forgot now it's here. I stepped outside and my glasses fogged up and I was like,
0: Oh, this is, this is it. I mean, we had two months of just beautiful spring weather and oh, now it's hit. I thought it would have been here, been here earlier, but it's here. Right. And that means you're going to be outside. You're going to enjoy the pool. You're going to be out doing things. Raycon is the spot for you to get anything and every, that you need for audio, right? Talking speakers, earbuds, anything at all. What you need to do is check out Raycon because here's their deal, right? Premium audio. It's great. It's high tech. It's, the, it's really high quality stuff and it doesn't break the bank. The big, you know, the huge name brands that you know about, right? Uh, they cost so much money. Raycon is like half the price and like the same quality. They're really great. And they also have all these awesome deals like they have two years of product protection insurance, there's free domestic shipping, uh, flat fee international shipping, there's tons of uh, ways to buy now, pay later. They basically are basically, they're saying like, hey, look, come try us out, check this out, use Raycon to listen to whatever you want to listen to this summer, any way that you want, and they're going to make it easy for you to make sure that you like it. Plus, if you go to buyraycon.com THPN today, Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com and it's R A Y C O N, buyraycon.com slash T H P N and get 15% off. That's buyraycon.com slash T H P N. So there you go. Let's get to our No Dumb Questions question, which this is a great one. I love it. And what is No Dumb Questions? This other podcasts, like they expect you to know everything about hockey. We're a podcast for hockey fans that are old and new to the game. So if you're new to the game or maybe been around for a while and you just don't know something, ask us because guess what? There's a lot of things we don't know too. So it's a safe space for your No Dumb Question. This week, what is our No Dumb
1: Question question, Joey?
0: Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions.
1: This week, the no dumb question question comes from James Sullivan, who's like a long time, long, long-standing uh family member of the Kraken Pod, member of the Kraken Pod fam. Yep. And his question is, when do the players start growing playoff beards? And he had some extra extra stuff in there too, like is it in their contracts? When do they stop shaving, etc.? So basically I was like, let me just pull up like the history of the playoff beard and how this exactly works out. So I've
0: never researched this dude. It was so just fascinating. Thing.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was like really, really interested in this last night and, uh, you know, shocking to know. And I kind of went down like a rabbit hole with it. So here we go. The tradition began in the 1980s with the New York Islanders when they actually won four championships in a row. So they won four Stanley cups in a row and the beard or the, you know, the lack of shaving is supposed to be the representation of a player's like singular focus. So like, like they're so focused on winning the Stanley Cup that everything else gets sacrificed, including like their own personal hygiene. So this really started with Bobby Nystrom, who uh, is known as uh, Mr. Islander, who was the right wing for that historic team. And he actually said that it wasn't starred intentionally, that they just started growing their beards out organically. And as time went on, they kept winning cups every year. They were like, okay, we need to do this. Now, they eventually lost in 1984 uh, to Edmonton, but after that loss, other teams started kind of following suit. So the Minnesota North Stars and the New Jersey Devils were like the next teams that kind of started doing that. Um, it's also, it being the beard, is supposed to be like synonymous with like the ruggedness of the NHL. So you're a singular focus on winning the cup, and you're also like a rugged hockey player. So you're growing out the beard. And um the question around like when a player stops shaving or when they or or, you know when they shave like at the beginning. So a player stops shaving when his team either uh they stop shaving when the team makes the playoffs and they stop shaving um when they're either eliminated or they win the cup outright so you notice like Jordan Eberle um, his playoff beard he's serious and he it's was sweet it's sweet and he by the way Jordan Eberly was a guy that was like guys like I'm a vet and this is like the last thing on my bucket list to do so I'm not surprised at all that Eberly is like I'm all in on the playoff beard Matty Beniers has followed suit he's trying but he's still young Will Borgens is the funniest because it just looks like again it's like the Abraham Lincoln thing he's got going on <laughs> he's, he's really trying he's got like the pew face situation it's no. all right. so said the word now here's the crazy part. So um, another thing that I did not know was is that trimming of the beard is also allowed if you lose a game in a playoff series. So if you lose a game in a playoff series and you're growing out your playoff beard, you are allowed to trim it in order to turn the luck around of your team to win the next game. And this actually started in uh, 2010. uh, Roberto Luongo, who was goalie for Vancouver at the time, they're playing Chicago in a series. They were down three one. He like lost it and went and like clean shaved his face and did the whole thing. Everyone's like, what are you doing? And they won the next game. And so in 2010, it was like an alteration to the playoff beard. where now if you lose a game, you can basically trim it afterwards to kind of turn the luck around. So that is kind of how it all started, and those are kind of the rules when it comes to playoff beers. But yeah, I just think nineteen eighties uh, New York Islanders and Bobby Nyström, Mister Islander, and all that.
0: It is definitely one of the traditions in sports that is. From hockey for hockey, and I love it. I think it's one of the coolest yes, things. I agree. And I didn't really know about that. I I, I totally forgot or never knew about Roberto Luongo doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Joe Thornton has gone to the playoffs lots of times. He's ne- I think he just stopped shaving once he first made it to the playoffs. <laughs> His beard is just absolutely epic. like just Santa Claus on ice. Who so who so we kind of talked about this, but this is to you listening. Who do you who is your favorite Kraken playoff beard? Ooh, like yeah. what you know? Like everybody kind of most.
1: Well, I'd say half the players have facial hair. Normally, would you say quarter? Thirty percent? Yeah, yeah. Some are just too handsome to even fuck with that. Like Wenny. Like just keep just keep being handsome. No, he's got to grow the beard. Grow the beard out so he can at least bring down his handsomeness to like mere mortal status, like no. myself. Right? He probably would like, like life hack us and somehow look even more handsome. Like, I, oh, he had another
0: level to this. If I did, so I have a beard to maintain a solid four. If I do not have a beard, I'd be at a two. <laughs> so like he he's gonna he has a beard. He needs to grow. but He's from like a twelve down to a ten with the um, beard. So like, see, I'm going opposite. He might go from like a twelve to a fourteen. Think so? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't put anything past that handsome son of a bitch. I don't know, like 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 Gru. who's always got some facial hair. Like him being clean. Yeah. shaven like that would just be yeah. weird. He's behind I mean?
1: the mask. You don't really know until like yeah. post game interview when he's like, you know, stop 35 shots on that or something.
0: You're a beard owner and like it gets too long. It's it itchy. Well, I get itchy.
1: I, I keep it clean. I like to keep it clean.
0: I've never grown mine long because I can't get past that phase of, you know, the the itchiness. I can't stand No, dude, it's the worst. <laughs> All right. So, hey, I want to mention too, once again, is uh, don't forget about Waggle Golf sponsoring the episode. Love these guys. KP10 for 10% off your order. Get your waggle dot com. They Golf, like we do podcasts, which basically is like, hey, once a week, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. You know, actually, if I golf once a week, I'd be pretty good. No, they go out and like they have fun, right? And if they're good, they're good. But if they go out and have, that's looking good, feeling good, having a good time on the course, that's their deal. Uh, you've seen our awesome you know, cracking hats that we've gotten from Waggle Golf. Uh, we've seen you wearing these things. But KP10 for 10% off your order at GetYourWaggleOn.com. Check them out. And our three stars of the week. This is where Joey and I, we talk about stuff that's going on in our life, and we rank it just like they would at the end of a game. We don't eat any fish. We just talk about our... our 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 life. Um, I think last week Joey went first in the three stars. Sure, this is where we just rank fun things in our life, right? Um, so I'll go first. Mm-hmm. My third star of the week is the golf tournament. Uh, I was in for my my son's school and church. Um, it was. Awesome, because uh, there was torrential, it was last Friday, torrential downpour madness rain in the morning. It was like, oh no, this Mm -hmm. thing's, and it would have been the second year in the row this thing got canceled. Yeah, But just like an hour and a half before tee off time, it, uh, it got completely dry, sunny, Perfect. Beautiful day. Just a bunch of friends out on the golf course, uh, shanking shots, drinking drinks. Um, there was so much going on out there. There There's so much food. What's cool is about at my kid's school and church. uh, I'm part of the men's club up there, which is like my wife's like, why isn't there a women's club like this? Because all it is, is once a month we get together. We talk about how we can volunteer and help in the, in the uh, parish. Uh huh but it's
1: community or county. Yeah. We have parishes. Like the church parish, the
0: church parish. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha so gotcha. like, uh, but yes, you're correct on the parish thing. Uh, so yeah, w- how can the parish help in the parish? Uh-huh. Um, I like it, but, uh, we just drink and eat and like the, <laughs> the men's club, like there's like 10 guys and they're, they're like the cooks, like they make stuff. Their food is, yeah. phen- they could open a restaurant. Oh, so like every third hole, there was like a, a, food. Um, one, there was a brewery here and I think it's, I, I could be wrong. I don't want to get this wrong. It was an urban south remember you know jack's beer yes jack's is like the old school brewery that closed in new orleans it's not around anymore yeah, yeah they're yeah, bringing yeah. the beer back oh and they had it out there and what? it was really good
1: dude snag one for me next time what Wait, the it fuck was, it was just draft they don't have it ready to go yet so yeah like, snag one for me like, be a good friend a in plastic a, cup yeah and then drive it five to days me later and i would say is this jack's are they bringing it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> man look at this guy totally belongs in hell oh
0: my god wow anyway so that was fun um i'm gonna try i need to get out and golf more it's just some i love it i'm terrible at it but i love it so good i love it so that's my number three golf tournament
1: Nice. My, uh, my third star of the week is the Mariners, in parentheses, fuck the Astros, because the Mariners had a three game series against Houston this year. I think it's their first time they played Houston all year, and they ended up taking uh, two out of three games from Houston, including a ridiculous comeback like the seventh inning of one game where they were down like two outs and they ended up scoring like seven or so runs, just absolutely crushing it. Um, I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah. that's all I have for my three stars a week. I've been so engrossed in Seattle cracking hockey, as I should be, yep. that I honestly haven't been paying... Like I've been loosely kind of following the Mariners in baseball seasons. There's 162 games, and right now, hockey is in do-or-die time. So... I am focused on that. I will focus my attention back on baseball and the hockey season's over, but right now, anyways, third star of the week, Mariners also fuck the Astros. Speaking of um, organizations that never got in trouble for anything they did, uh, the Houston Astros for their cheating scandal.
0: Exactly, yes, and uh, I'm looking at the standings. I have not looked at baseball
1: standings I think all season. Yeah, most teams are like around 500, minus like the Baltimore Orioles and the Tampa Bay Rays. Nothing makes sense right now, but it's mm. a long season. It's all going to balance out in the end like it always does.
0: Yeah, look at that. Yeah, the Mariners just right in the mix along with like 80% of the league. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's
1: basically how it's going. (laughs) All
0: right, cool. My second star of the week, and this is, I don't know, it's so hard to rank. We got a water slide. Did you know what the water slide we got? No. Um, You don't have a bounce house and you have a water slide? Well, the bounce house is You guys open up Jeff Januzic's water
1: park in your backyard. Yeah,
0: bounce house was bought during the pandemic. Awesome. <laughs> this we found this water slide for like 300 bucks. Uh-huh.
1: And it's fantastic. You just on Craigslist perusing for like cheap kid shit. No,
0: no, it's was Amazon. Amazon. Everything <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Seattle. Jeffrey Bezos owes you a handshake. He sure does. By the way, he's on steroids. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, he's jacked as hell. He's so jacked. It's yeah. crazy. He's jacked What else the- are
1: you gonna do when you're a billionaire who's like recently divorced and you're just like I'm just gonna get super jacked and buy a yacht so big I can't even get it out of the town it got built in.
0: Yeah, what's crazy though is like he's found a way to liquefy money and he shoots that into his veins. Yeah. And that's why he's getting so swole. His
1: steroids is just cash melted down. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So cool. Next level.
0: So this water slab we got, it's like it's the kids are coming to the neighborhood and, and I shouldn't even speak this out loud because we, we try to keep like a whole bunch of kids from coming over on this thing because we have three children and that means one of our kids the odds uh, of them getting hurt, oh yeah, increases threefold. And like, yeah, three. So like, anyway, but the knock on wood, more kids have been coming over to, and the enjoy, the water slide is a hit. Okay, the water slide is a hit. I like so it. So the water some slide, some kids gonna get her
1: on your property, and a parent's gonna sue you.
0: No, <laughs> great, thank you for that. Anyway, the water slide, we're we're planning for the summertime here, and the water slide is is uh, is fantastic. So. All right, happy about that.
1: My stars are lame, so I'm going quick. My second star of the week is coffee. I've just been all over the map, and like this weird. Transition phase in my life, where I'm just kind of bouncing around all over the place, and a lot of things are up in there. It's all good things. Um, i just been you're busy- not
0: changing. You're dying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> We're dying since birth, Jeff. If you want to be real morbid about, yeah, this. yeah, yeah. You you know, change, change is good. Um, no, everything is everything is good, man. I've just been all over the map and stressed out. So just shout out to coffee because I I had to chug like a full one. of Seattle's full, best. Right full, in front of me, a full venti. I hate that I got Starbucks. Honestly, I really my. do. I had to I had to use them this morning because I ran out of like pods for my Nespresso and I had to hit the drive-thru and Starbucks was the only place nearby with the drive-thru because I was, I was short on time. I'm not a Starbucks guy. I'm a, I'm a support local guy. What, what do
0: Washingtonians, uh, how do they feel about Starbucks? I mean, is, it, is, it, is it like it's, you, hit, it's hit or miss,
1: yeah. right? You either go and you, you go there religiously or you don't go at all. So you might've seen this when you went to Oregon there are little coffee stands in like random parking lots all throughout the Pacific Northwest yeah. like they're everywhere, yeah, yeah, so yeah. a lot of times if like that's on your way, like if that's on your commute or you're going somewhere, like you'll see one of those stands, and like that'll be your stand like you'll you'll drive through it it's like fucking cheers, everyone knows your name, but they're serving you caffeine instead of booze, and uh, yeah, they'll serve you coffee and you're good to go. Those are very common. Uh, throughout the Pacific Northwest, like they're, they're littered everywhere. That was my jam when I was living in, back in Washington. I'm
0: not gonna. I'm not gonna be. I love supporting local, but the mm-hmm. way I think about it too is like you know, there's local people that work at these places, so like you're supporting local.
1: I this. get it, but it's not like they're making more money for, if they sell more coffee. That's true. I'm, I'm not going to.
0: Uh, I like Starbucks, and you call me whatever you want, but I, I, I really hey, you love Starbucks and Amazon. I do, Amazon <laughs> Starbucks, dude. I got a Pacific Northwest hat. I got four Seattle Kraken hats. Costco Daddy is making a lot more. Do Dude, I now. made a I made a Costco video yesterday. I saw that. Yeah, that's why I'm bringing sucked. this up. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny, but anyway. So okay, no, dude, I'm into that uh, the ice, the strawberry acai oh refresher okay from Starbucks, which mm-hmm. I like. I'm trying it I to. I called be. it acai
1: for like my entire life, and talk like a year ago. Is it? It's acai. Right? It's acai. Okay, I'm just dumb.
0: I'm just making sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, you you could correct me at any time. Yeah. Anyway, the that's, that what I like about that is like it tastes good. And it's got the right amount of caffeine for my body. That, that that strawberry acai. Okay, I'm gonna get one of those after this. I
1: just get a large. I get whatever the biggest
0: size is, and I get a coffee. I just don't like shitting more. That's about it. So I'm I there. I enjoy yes. that. You do? Oh my god! Cleanse yeah. the coffee. I oh, love dude, coffee. I go on. And
1: I'm on the toilet. I'm playing Clash of Clans. I'm texting people. I'm fucking. I'm on Twitter. If you see me really active on Twitter, odds are I'm, ta- I'm
0: You're taking the a toilet. Juice. Okay, oh yeah. cool. All right. My number one star. I didn't. I was trying to think of something, but summer. Summer's here, and the reason why is because like. This the last few weeks of school. If you're if you're listening, you're a parent and you've got kids in school. Is it just me, or is it like the last two or three weeks of school? Because our school really gets out early here. Yes, um, uh, my kids' school gets out re- really early. We start very early too in August, but like everything is just wackadoodle the kids are just in like weird crazy moods i think they're dealing with the fact that they're you know leaving for the summer they're younger you know yeah. second in kindergarten yeah so like they can't really rationalize or talk about how they're gonna miss their friends or so so they start acting batshit crazy mm-hmm. so they're acting nuts we're like over the schedule having to get up super early for school so we got to get up at six to do all this shit and yes. it's like anyway so summer's finally here and like well that brings in a slew of different problems like who's gonna watch the damn kids while we work and all that sort of <laughs> stuff which we we kind of have that figured out the television back in the day that was the baby that totally was but yeah uh, but you can't do that anymore I know you get arrested yeah you get arrested <laughs> for watching too much peppa pig and <laughs> bubble guppies uh, and star wars stuff and you know you need to start slipping your
1: kids benadryls or as i like to call them bennies yeah or some little whiskey make on the gum make them go night night
0: anyway summer's here And ready for it. Not ready for the Louisiana humidity heat, but I'm ready for the summertime schedule. And that's happening. Uh, Actually, my my girls, my twins get out of, uh, they graduate kindergarten this Thursday, man. So what are you going to do? Party. We're literally going to a bar. Oh, okay. But there's like a playground at this bar. You don't got to explain your life to me. Yeah, so we're we're going to a <laughs> it's a restaurant that serves out drinks. <laughs> there you go on the river, and there it is. Uh, there's a big, huge uh, play gym, and there's also drinks. So we're going to go, go
1: celebrate to that which a is little awesome. parent hack. I like it. Yeah. Um, my first star, and I'm repeating myself. I don't even care. Is Ted Lasso this season? Good. Went from like, eh, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling it to like, oh my god. Like this season has been fantastic. And then I've had people in town who have also never seen it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm down for a rewatch. So I started like rewatching with them. Like some of the, some of the episodes, like starting like from season one, episode one, the pilot, all the way up until like finished season one. It's actually kind of cool. Like it's such a rewatchable show. I've really enjoyed going back and rewatching the first season, especially knowing like all the character arcs and the storylines. And like, you can see little hints of that, like throughout the early season. So it's been a lot of fun. I fucking love this show. You're obviously Jeff Lasso. We yep. b- we believe in believing, yep. right? Don't yep. stop believing. Yep. I uh, I need to, this is season three. Uh, yes. So I'm
0: only halfway through season two, so I got to get yeah. back on. This. Oh
1: yeah. But yeah, season three start off a little slow, honestly, but the way it's, the way it's all played out has just been fantastic. So, you know, I'm preaching to the choir. Everyone and their mother watches this show, but I have to shout out because no. it's also just a feel good show. And lately, you know, been dealing with like some life. So that kind of popped up. I was like, I need something like light and fun and enjoyable, yeah. like quick episodes. Yep. Dude, you throw on Ted Lasso Like, if you're not smiling, you're happy crying, right? It's just one of those shows where, like, it's a a great show. So, Ted Lasso, first star. Good vibes. Believe and believe. All right. So, what is your – let us know.
0: What's your star of the week? We'd love to know. Because we're talking so much about, you know,
1: cracking stuff. Yeah, we need we need to hear more people's three stars of the week. We need to hear what's going on.
0: Yeah. So, share with us, you know, like, we'll put some tweets out about that, Uh, of course, uh, in, you know, in the middle of all the cracking stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It has been – man, it's been a ride. It feels like the last three weeks have been two months already. Uh, Your Seattle are crushing it. All right. Thanks to waggle golf for uh, just hooking us up with all these giveaways and becoming a sponsor of the show. Make sure you support them right now. If you go to Twitter, right? The deal is this is uh waggle golf has teamed up with us. We're giving away a hat and one of their awesome golf shirts. And
1: these are nice. They're so nice. Oh, by the way, we have more stuff coming up soon too. So I'm just throwing that out okay. there. If you're not on Twitter, you might want to sign up or follow us at cracking because We got more giveaways with waggle golf coming up. Um, we, so yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. We, we will, we will do
0: that. So uh, maybe, Make sure you go to Twitter and you, all you got to do is uh, uh, follow uh, us, follow waggle golf, and then make sure you retweet this. And there's ways to get bonus entries for that, but also to thanks to them for being a, a show sponsor. So go, go to get your waggle um, Just, and, and look, even if you don't golf, like it's, uh, I'm a sweaty dude. I'm just going to say having the lightweight, breathable. Golf shirts, breathable yeah. shirts, their
1: hat, by the way, like, I don't know what material it is, but it's very breathable. Like my, yeah. my head will sweat.
0: Well, it's meant, you know, it's meant for golf. So like, you know, and we live in a very hot climate yeah. in the South, Uh, Which is why there's zero hockey here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, anyway, get your waggleon.com. Use the code KP10 for 10% off. So, thanks to those guys. Let's go, Seattle Kraken. I hope Jeremy McCann's back tonight. I think and Joey believes that we go up three games to one against the Dallas Stars. I do. Don't stop believing in these guys. Thank you for all the awesome five star ratings. Thanks for the social media love at the Kraken Pod or at Kraken Pod everywhere you are on social media. Have an awesome week. Is that it, Joey? That's it. That's it. All right. Awesome. Have a great week. Let's go, Kraken, and we will leave you with the Kraken Pod chirp of the week. This is where hockey players talk trash to each other on the ice. It's always hilarious. They don't do this kind of stuff behind a microphone, but on the ice, they do it. So enjoy your chirp of the week. Hey, He started the whole fucking thing. How's he a Goddamn
1: fucking penalty. Went to who? McAvoy. Two and ten. Like for what? Like, what I do? Two and ten is two for whatever, the ten whatever the no, no, for,
0: no, for what? Brandon, I, I so
1: shit. No, just, You guys talk about it. Ju- just, just, just explain. talking. Just explain to me. Team. Fuck me. Have to will... so you might be